भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरोतम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तो जय मुदीर ये नष्टप्रायेशभद्रेशो भागवत सेव्या भगवती उत्तम श्लोके भक्तिर्भवती नैष्टिकीडिंग फ्रम श्रीमद्भागवत फोर्थ कैंटो चैप्टर फोर टेक्स्ट नंबर थर्टीन नाश्चर्य महद्विनिंदुनपात्मवादिषु महद्विनिंदुनपात्मवादिषु शेर्ष महापुरशपादपुबीर शेर्ष्य महापुरशपादपुबीर निरस्तेजस्वीतोभनम निरस्तेजस्वतोभनम नॉट आश्चर्य वंडरफुल दिस्च असत्सु ईविल सर्वदा ऑलवेज महत्विनिंदिंग ऑफ ग्रेट सोल्स कुनप आत्मवादिषु Among those who have accepted the dead body as the self, sa irsham envy, mahapurusham of great personalities, pada pam subhi by the dust of the feet, nirastate jesu whose glory is diminished, tad. That, eva, certainly, shobhanam, very good. Translation and purport by Shri Prabhupad ki jai. It's not wonderful for persons who have accepted the transient material body as a self to engage always in deriding great souls. such envy on the part of materialistic persons is very good because that is the way they fall down they are diminished by the dust of the feet of great personalities open everything depends on the strength of the recipient for example due to the scorching sunshine many vegetables and flowers dry up and many grow luxuriantly 
Thus, it is a recipient that causes growth and dwindling. Mahi Yesam Pada Rajobhishekham The dust of the lotus feet of great personalities offers all good to the recipient. The same dust can also do harm. Those who are offenders at the lotus feet of a great personality dry up. Their godly qualities diminish. A great soul may forgive offences, but Krishna does not excuse offences to the dust of that great soul's feet. Just as one can tolerate the scorching sunshine on one's head, but cannot tolerate the scorching sunshine on one's feet. An offender glides down more and more, Therefore, he naturally continues to commit offences at the feet of the great soul. Offences are generally committed by persons who falsely identify with the impermanent body. King Daksha was deeply engrossed in a misconception because he identified the body with the soul. He offended the lotus feet of Lord Shiva because the thought that this body, being the father of the body of Sati, was superior to Lord Shiva's. Generally, Lord intel less intelligent men misidentify in that way and they act in the bodily concept of life. Thus, they are subject to commit more and more offences at the feet of the great souls. One who has such a concept of life is considered to be in the class of animals like cows and asses. Thus ends the Bhaktivedanta purport. So here is Sati bringing out another important fact of life. She says that those materialistic persons they bring their own downfall by becoming envious of great personalities. Because as soon as you become envious, you act in an envious manner of a great personality, immediately all your good fortune, in the form of accumulated punya, is all wiped out. And not only it is wiped out, offending such great personalities also is one of the worst uh, sinful activities. In other words, it's a, it can accumulate a lot of negative karma or papa. And that will result in downfall. Prabhupada explains in this purport this phenomena by giving this beautiful example due to the scorching sunshine 
many vegetables and flowers dry up and many grow luxuriantly thus it is a recipient that causes the growth and the dwindling so sunshine is available for everyone it depends upon the receiver some vegetables and flowers they dry up whereas some vegetables and flowers they grow luxuriantly because one can use the mercy of the sun properly and the other is because of uh, <coughs> ignorance or misuse of that mercy because it is it is a very same sun that burns the vegetables and the very same sunlight and heat that luxuriantly makes them makes them grow the very same the, the energy is acting positively and negatively on the uh, recipient so the point here is as vaishnavas we are surrounded with so many uh great uh, personalities in our daily life because we are in association of the deities we are in association of the holy name we are in association of guru we are in association of sadhu we are in association of shastras so all these are great personalities and by relating properly respectfully without envy without disrespect with all these transcendental personalities our spirit can luxuriantly grow can luxuriantly grow but being in the midst of very same personalities if we make offenses to them then the opposite can happen one can lose all one's good fortune after someone begins to chant hare krishna maha mantra for many years if he has to stop means it is because of the offenses he loses that good fortune of course holy name is the most merciful because lord as far as the lord is concerned he is the source of all sunshine spiritual sunshine even what comes through the guru is also the source is krishna so krishna the original source of all sunshine spiritual sunshine that makes us grow luxuriantly he is a source and he 
does not take offenses like how he would take seriously an offense committed to his devotees especially the spiritual master his devotees of course one cannot go into the presence of the transcendental lord without becoming without having the right consciousness where offenses can be avoided but in the practice stage as a sadhaka always there are offenses potential offenses which can dry up our bhakti latha the creeper of bhakti and these offenses are so many different offenses vaishnava aparadha nama aparadha seva aparadha jeeva aparadha nama aparadha is offenses to the holy name certain kinds of offenses to the holy name which is not directed towards his devotees not directed towards shastras certain offenses which are due to ignorance certain offenses to nama which are due to ignorance and certain offenses to nama which are due to inattentiveness are very mercifully tolerated by the nama therefore <clears throat> even if these offenses are there due to ignorance they are all uh, not um, taken by the lord instead the lord mercifully gives benefit for the positive aspect of associating with him and makes us gradually free from nama aparadha but nama free from nama aparadha we see the nama aparadha to bless from the devotees of the lord that is very difficult unless the devotees devotee begs forgiveness from the devotee then that also becomes a reason for nama to stop playing on the tongue of the devotees we cannot take for granted the, that we have got the holy name the holy name can we have actually not got physically nobody gets holy name physically so many people are hearing they don't get the desire to chant the desire to chant itself is a gift after gaining so much of sukruti one gets it's not all these things are not by chance so just because today we are able to chant 16 rounds we should not take for granted that oh, is there no any time i can chant you can lose it also you can lose the taste you don't want to chant holy name won't come on your tongue 
millions of people, how many jivas, unlimited jivas, still, the few of us have got the holy name on our tongue. And even we have got this holy name after billions of billions of lives. And such is a rareness. Sometimes when we have something, we don't realize the value. When you don't have, then we crave for it so much as if it is, I don't know whether I'll get it or not. But once you get it, then the value is gone. So in the same way, we should know that we can lose the holy name if you are not careful. If this great treasure of the holy name we can lose if you are not careful about making offenses to those blaspheme the devotees who are Lord who have dedicated their lives for propagating the holy name. And ten offenses are there. Those ten offenses, each of them are a little different in terms of whom it is directed towards. So, accordingly, some of them are, because the question may be asked, how through Nama Aparada one can progress? Because everybody starts Nama with Nama Aparada. How can he progress? At least he should be free from offences to Vaishnavas, to Shastras, etc. Some ignorance all will get by associating with the Nama. Those kinds of offences due to ignorance will all start vanishing. So, simply the receiving the association of the Nama or the association of the Lord is only one aspect. Other aspect, as Prabhupada says, is your, your ability to receive it. Just like a plant, if it is rooted in the soil, then sunlight falls on it, it will glow luxuriantly. Suppose it has no roots, it plucked out a plant, the same sun will scorch it. So our life has to be rooted in the mercy of devotees. Our life has to be rooted in the mercy of the spiritual master. The moment spiritual master is forgotten, will dry up. That is why we always say Guru Krishna's mercy. Guru and Krishna's mercy. Though Krishna's mercy is costless, still one thing the Lord sees is how the Recipient of the mercy is disposed towards his dear devotees, how he is disposed towards other jivas. Even jiva himsa is also a, an offense, unnecessarily harming other living entities, not because they are Vaishnavas, it's Vaishnava Prada, it's jiva Prada. 
killing animals to eat, like meat eating, these are all jiva himsa. Intoxicating is also jiva himsa, your himsa to yourself. We are, we are doing violence to ourselves, our body, our mind, we are doing violence, we are inflicting violence. So all these things, uh, you know, prevents us from receiving the mercy of the Lord. So it's a great uh, fortune that the Lord is merciful, costlessly merciful. At the same time, we have to be very careful about this particular phenomena that Prabhupada is saying, that the same sunshine will scorch the vegetables and flowers. Therefore, Mahi Yesham Padarajobishekam, the dust of the lotus feet of great personalities, offers all good to the recipient. But the same dust can do harm also. There are those who are offenders at the lotus feet of a great personality dry up. Their godly qualities diminish. A great soul may forgive offenses, but Krishna does not excuse offenses to the dust of the great souls. We all know the story of Ambarish and Duruvashamani. How even Narayana, he said, you have to get uh, the forgiveness from Ambarish. Only then you will be freed of these offenses. Now coming to the next point that Prabhupada is mentioning here. What is the root cause of these offenses? Prabhupada connects it to because now we are talking about spiritual offense. Spiritual offense is to spiritual personalities. Spiritual offense is to the spirit. So those who are in bodily concept of life, who cannot see the spirit, who cannot see the greatness of spirit. Like Daksha could not see the greatness of Lord Shiva's spirit. Because he was in the bodily concept of life. Bodily concept of life means not only you are in bodily concept of life. Bodily concept of life means I am the body and everybody else is their bodies. Usually we think bodily concept of life is an I am in bodily concept of life. I am this body. No, no, no. It end, doesn't end there. I am this body. Everybody is their bodies. Therefore the differentiation happens Material differentiation happens because material differentiate all the different bodies are materially different, they look different, they have different abilities, different qualities, good qualities, bad qualities, good abilities, bad abilities. All these differences are there in the material body and the material mind. But the spirit is the same. This gender, that gender, animal body, all these different kinds of uh, 
differentiations that we create in our mind when we look at persons they are all material differences and that is a cause material differences material discrimination seeing the spiritual master's body as ordinary body thousands of people have got bodies millions of people have got i have also got a body spiritual master also got a body that is considering the spiritual master to be ordinary person means he is a bodily person if you look at him you will think like that you will, you will feel like that unless you look at him as a as a spirit as a transcendental part and parcel of the supreme lord so that is the cause for uh, material differentiation was a cause for somebody thinking i am greater than somebody he is less than me on what basis did daksha think that he is greater than shiva because he saw in society what is his uh, uh, standard of living and what is the standard of living of lord shiva what is the standard of you know people whom, whom i am associating with and what is the standard of lord shiva whom he is he associating with i am all associating with all high class people in the in the in the society shiva is always associating with all low class people so material differentiation all he registers in his head and then he created how he is not respecting me i am greater and another fact is that not only that another factor is that he is my son in law son in law is in the position of a son so son is less than the father no how he is not respecting me forgetting that 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 particular sacrificial arena was an official sacrificial arena for doing good to the universe and not his family affair probably if there was some family affair within the house lord shiva went as son in law then it is different probably shiva would have, you know given due respect there but in fact even here also prabhupad says not that shiva did not give due respect he was too fast to act probably he would have got up also but before that he got up and he started blasting impatient because of the height of pride at the height of pride one becomes blinded one becomes blinded moment we have pride we should think that even though i am chanting hare krishna i am like a flower which is uprooted a flower without root in the ground the sun will burn it my bhakti will all get which way does it how does it happen in in real case in real case what happens is the pride all these things will feed upon the shakti from the holy name just like the flower which is off the ground feed on the sun same sunlight and energy and become this thing in the same way these are weeds of around the bhakti lata creeper 
these weeds feed upon the shakti from the nama because chanting nama is a very high punya so that punya is all being utilized by material desires and then material desires as they become more and more they will choke bhakti they will fall down spiritually fall down materially maybe more they will spiritually fall down and of course eventually if it is a question if it is offending the vaishnavas material desires are one thing the weeds are material desire they grow up they choke the bhakti but if they are offenses to the vaishnavas they not only choke the bhakti they destroy your spiritual life also your material life also everything finishes in life by making offenses to the great personalities so this is something that again the same lesson chaitanya mahaprabhu says trinadapi sunichena tarorapi vaya ग्रास in fact becoming humble is a biggest project if somebody wants to advance in krishna consciousness he has to always think how i can be humble how i can learn humility not philosophically he has to learn from humble devotees he has to see how humble prabhupad was you have to see how other humble devotees rendering services everywhere we can learn something from so many devotees you can learn even from new bhaktas because new bhaktas are generally very humble before they become puffed up later <laughs> at least when they are new bhaktas you can learn something most of the time as the new bhaktas become senior they get come puffed up it's a cycle unless you are very careful that i come here for the business of bhakti to remain humble always one will become puffed up not very puffed up like among the devotees will become puffed up still it is not as bad as becoming puffed up like karmis still so many different kinds of uh, these uh, pride comes in the when we live in this material world we have to be extremely cautious about these things and know that the main business is how we can develop humility then we can chant the holy name then we can chant the pure holy name that's our goal doing big big services this thing these are all okay that's one level there is a criteria in all these things we talk about it, it indicates some dedication it indicates some commitment which is all devotional no doubt achievement in terms of you know not necessarily in results you know somebody is working hard for something all these things do have a devotional in indication 
but that is not the main thing main thing is internally how much effort we are putting not how much humble you are humility is a eternally aspired goal not that you end becoming humble humility is a eternally aspired goal so it's not that how humble you are that matters what matters is how much you are trying to be humble every moment means how much you are trying to give due respect to everybody how much you are trying to give up all expectations of respect for myself the second part is the most difficult by default we expect oh he is not respecting me i am not being respected so even somebody disrespect next time you should think it's a test for me to become humble keep quiet can i keep quiet it's very difficult to keep quiet if somebody disrespect is it not but if you can practice real that is a practice of humility when the grass is trampled upon without protest it again stands up that is humbler than a blade of grass so in the society there is a in the society of devotees everywhere there is ample situations many many situations where we are disrespected not that we are disrespected we take disrespect because disrespect comes because of expectation of respect if somebody has no expectation of disrespect disrespect nobody can disrespect you only we have expectation of disrespect therefore we take disrespect so real sadhu real sadhu is one who does not expect any disrespect so if somebody disrespects also he will not even know he will not even recognize but krishna will watch such devotees were like ambarish ambarish is thinking i have offended durvasha not that he is expecting any respect on the other hand he is thinking how i have not given due respect to durvasha muni but who is the watcher the lord watched and the sudarshana chakra chased so more humbler the devotee the more the degree of offences when you disrespect any questions when we have pride <clears throat> even of even chanting of hari krishna mantra will not help us even even chanting of hari krishna mantra will not help us that does that mean that don't generalize nobody the such statement is there pride causing offenses pride will go by associating with the holy name pride is 
one of the basic thing is pride is because of ignorance if it is because of ignorance all the ignorance chitta shakti will flow from the nama and you will realize what is there to be proud about just like you see your pride for wealth has gone yes or no that is why you are here <laughs> because you touch the holy name every person in the outside world is proud about his health wealth it's gone why because the value for it is you, you got the knowledge about it what is the wealth going to do personal wealth what is the need for personal wealth i surrender to krishna krishna will take care of me so pride when it leads to envy of a person then it becomes then even if the lord's mercy is, is freely available you will not get it understood so don't generalize it very very, very accurate about all these things because we are full of pride then we have no hope at all we have all defects as conditioned souls but still by it is said that by chanting hare krishna by engaging in devotion service we become pure what exist gets purified but you should not create more material attachments don't be to maintain material attachments to hold on to material attachments to fuel the material attachment is an offense to the holy name to find oneself with material attachments and chant hare krishna is not an offense what can you do i have attachment should i chant or not chant that is not an offense now you have put you have brought chanting in your life and continuously you are endeavoring to hold that material attachment ah that is dangerous that is an offense it will offend it's an offense that will affect your own your own uh, japa your own chanting jay grandarachi mad bhagavatam ki jay jagat guru shila prabhupad ki jay